If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Santa Rosa's police chief, Ray Navarro, has retired following 30 years with the department, three of which were spent as chief. And Chief Navarro's last day was actually on Monday. And Santa Rosa is now conducting a nationwide search for his replacement. So Santa Rosa actually hired Bob Murray and Associates to head up the search. The firm is known for recruiting candidates for government and law enforcement positions. The hiring process is expected to take about five to six months. In the meantime, Captain John Cregan will serve as interim police chief. A strange situation last night in L.A. Dave Chappelle was performing at the Hollywood Bowl last night when a fan rushed the stage and attacked him. And the man pulled out a replica gun and then slammed Dave Chappelle right there on the stage. The man also had a knife. Jamie Foxx and Busta Rhymes allegedly pummeled the attacker. And I'm not able to find any video at this time. I'm sure some will come out. But cops charged the man with assault with a deadly weapon. And believe it or not, Chris Rock was actually there. And he walked on stage and asked, was that Will Smith? Oh my gosh. So even though it's an incredibly scary situation, everybody's okay. And they <laughs> found a way to make light of it. <laughs> Well, I'm glad Chris Rock just happened to be there to say something <laughs> right. like that. I'm really glad Dave Chappelle's okay. Yeah. But in lighter news, the nominations are out for the 2022 Billboard Music Awards. And the country music categories, it looks like Luke Holmes as a multiple nominee with three nods total, including top country artists. Drinking beer almost as cold as you. Taylor Swift is also a finalist in seven categories, including two albums in the top country album category. So this is for Fearless, Taylor's version, and Red for Taylor's version, in case you were curious about that. But you can check out the full rundown of nominees at Billboard.com. And the 2022 Billboard Music Awards are set to air on NBC on May 15th at 5 p.m. Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tannery's headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Cause it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines. Amber has to try to identify which one is real. And I have to try to fool her into believing fake news. Amber has 23 victories on the year. I have fooled her 21 times. How are you feeling today, Amber? Uh, I have my pen. I've got my paper. It's my special pen, so hopefully it's going to give me some good luck. Crossing my fingers okay, for you. thanks. Here's headline number one. Zoo apologizes for not telling public about escaped animal. Headline number two. Cockroach hot dogs sold at playoff basketball game. And Amber, here's your final headline. Man find for flashing roller coaster camera. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> it's a hard one today. Okay. I think it's it's got to be the man who was fine for flashing the roller coaster camera. Aww. It's not the headline in a haystack. You want to take another stab at it? Cockroach hot dogs. Oh man. <laughs> That's not the headline in a haystack either. It was Zoo apologizes for not telling public about escaped animal. Well, congratulations, Tanner. You have very much fooled me today. Woo! Woo! I feel good about that. So here's the story. A safari park in eastern China is facing criticism for concealing the escape of three of its leopards last year. 
The park said they captured all of the animals, but the public identified a leopard in a nearby neighborhood. And the park says they are, quote, sincerely sorry, and the leopard was found a week later. Wow. Headline in a haystack. You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. So Maren Morris says that she isn't done chasing her wicked dreams. I drove circles around this town, to ride circles around this town. She was fresh off rocking stagecoach over the weekend. And Marin shared a couple of tweets on Sunday night talking about you know trace, chasing her dreams. And uh, she said, gonna send an audition tape for Wicked on Broadway. She said, what the heck? Let's see what happens. Chase your weird dreams down. Time to trust my instincts. So social media loved all this. They were tweeting out, you know, Marin Wicked memes, of course. And I could definitely see Marin doing this on Broadway. Uh, but it just brings up the question if there's any like weird, wild or interesting dreams or goals on your bucket list. Uh, it got me thinking. So, Tanner, do you have anything like this? I sure do. At some point in my life, I want to get a Guinness World Record under my belt. There's this dude, David Rush in Idaho, that gets these world records for the weirdest things like balancing a rake on his nose. I think I can get at least one Guinness World Record. Why not? Sometime in my life. Do something that's never been done before. Yeah. I'm sure there's something <laughs> out there, right? If you have any suggestions, please send it to us on social media because I, it is a bucket list of mine. Uh, I think for me, and I don't know if this is like necessarily that weird or interesting, but uh, it's to surf. And I thought I would learn a little bit when I moved out here, but instead I got really out of shape. Uh, and then I tried to paddleboard in Tahoe, so I can't even do that. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, I'll never learn to surf. <laughs> I, bet you, I bet you can learn how to surf. I, I mean, if I got back into shape, I probably could. But now I can't even, like, get under the desk to turn the computer off. You saw that happen <laughs> yeah, earlier. Yeah, and I, I was sure like, oh, did. no. But we did ask on Facebook, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. Do you have a weird dream or goal? Share it with us. Frank from Petaluma said he wants to chase a tornado. That's pretty scary. That yeah. is a weird one. That's something that won't <laughs> ever be on my bucket list. I really like what Abby from Santa Rosa is. I think this is a is a great goal. She said, donate my hair to Locks of Love. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And Sean from Katati said, run with the bulls in Spain. Also scary. <laughs> good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Have you ever had a moment when you thought to yourself, how did I live without this? So I've been hanging out with my friend Connor and he was team Android. And as an iPhone user, I feel like it's your responsibility to ridicule your friends that have an Android. Or convert them. (laughs) And that's exactly what I did. Sounds wrong. (laughs) I, uh... I told him, dude, just use my phone for a day while we're hanging out, and I guarantee you will change your mind. And so he did. He used, you know, Apple Maps. He saw how easy the iPhone was, and he went and bought an iPhone, the same exact iPhone that I have. When he was using your phone, was he like, why does this girl Amber keep sending you really (laughs) dumb memes and asking you questions about the show tomorrow? What is that about? You know what's really funny about that? He goes... 
so he goes, who's Amber Henderson? And I was like, Amber from Amber and Tanner in the morning. She sends you a lot of stuff on Instagram. Yeah, of course. <laughs> no, I was joking. I know no, that, that actually happened. happened. Oh. That actually happened. Well, uh, I'm glad that you were able to convert him. I mean, what kind of iPhone did he end up getting? The same exact one I have, the iPhone 13. The same color, green and everything. Oh, weird. And so I feel like at the same time, though, as an iPhone user, I feel like it's a little mean to make fun of people who have Android so much because once upon a time, I had an Android and I actually liked it a lot. And the reason why I got an iPhone is because people were mad at me for sending those green text bubbles. Uh, that's what I have to deal with with my fiance all the time. Uh, my friend Heather makes fun of him more than anyone. She's like, <laughs> tell him to please get an iPhone. The green bubble is disgusting. <laughs> the but green I bubble mean, is it, disgusting. It doesn't bother me. It is hard to send like pictures and videos to people who have Androids when you have an iPhone, so I, I get it. <laughs> you said something to me yesterday about that. You're like, can you send that separately? Because our friend Danny has an Android and it just distorts everything you send. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, whoops, didn't realize it. <laughs> so on Sunday, we post an Instagram poll. Are you team iPhone or team Android? And overwhelmingly, People said Team iPhone, 87%. And just 13% of people said they're Team Android. They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. And Monday night's Gilded Glamour-themed Med Gala, Kim Kardashian swooped onto the red carpet to deliver the most talked about look of the night. And if you haven't heard about it, here's what happened. Kim Kardashian arrived in Marilyn Monroe's original infamous or famous, however you want to look at it. Happy birthday, Mr. President dress. It's like this skin tight, nearly transparent gown. It weighs like six pounds because it's encrusted in like diamonds. It's handmade. And again, this is the dress that Marilyn Monroe wore to serenade John F. Kennedy back in 1962. So in an interview with Vogue, Kim Kardashian explained that she borrowed the dress from Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum in Orlando. A lot of fashion historians are upset that Kim took the dress out of storage and risked the chance of ruining it. And I totally agree. It raises a lot of questions about ethics. Like maybe one of kind historical garments should not leave museums. I mean, what if she left like sweat stains on it? I, I doubt that Kim Kardashian sweats, <laughs> but you know, sweat or something like that could ruin the integrity of the dress. You know, once a dress enters a museum collection, the same way you wouldn't let Kim Kardashian just leave the museum, like leave a museum without something like the Mona Lisa. I, I think it's the same thing. It's a conservation issues. It's a, it's a historical item. But not only that, Kim discovered that Marilyn's custom-made dress did not fit her because it was custom-made to Marilyn. Uh, so Kim was really determined to make this work. She said she crash-dieted. She claimed she dropped 16 pounds in three weeks. She said it was such a challenge. I was determined to win it. I was only eating like tomatoes. And a lot of folks are saying this also promotes disordered eating, which is not okay. And no one should do that for a fashion statement. Uh, we just got a message from Catherine from Santa Rosa. She said, that dress could walk into the Met Gala by itself. It is alone iconic. No one should ever wear it. That's like someone else parading around in Dorothy's ruby slippers. But what do you think? Should Kim Kardashian have not worn Marilyn Monroe's dress to the Met Gala? Or do you think what she did was great in a courageous fashion statement? Got something to say? Call me up. 
you can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. You, you, you pretty good at trivia? Is this a question? Once you stop testing yourself, you get slow. My, my, my answer my question or you'll be standing, standing. tall before the man. It is time for Country IQ. You need to solve today's mind bender, and if you do, you get to pick your ticket for which show you want to go to. So we've got Thomas Rhett, Keith Urban, Dirk Bentley, or Zach Brown Band all coming to the Bay Area. But we need you to, again, name this country artist. We've got three clues for you. Clue number one, married to an actress. Clue number two, has released 12 studio albums. And here's your final clue. This artist is not from the South. Lisa from Petaluma, what is your guess for today's Mindbender? Keith Urban. That's correct! Woo! Congratulations, Lisa! And guess what? You get to pick which show you want to go to. So do you want to see the Zach Brown Band, Keith Urban, Thomas Rhett, or Dirks Bentley? Zach Brown Band. All right. We got your ticket in for the Zach Brown Band at the Oakland Arena on November 6th. Congratulations to you. Wow, thank you so much. So you're going to see the Zach Brown Band thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning on Fox 92.9. Mother's Day is coming up this Sunday. It's all about moms. So the question today is, when you were younger, did you embarrass yourself or injure yourself after your mom told you not to do something? I was actually on the phone with my mom yesterday reminiscing and thought about this time when I was a kid and my mom got this cactus and she set it outside. She potted it. She said, Amber, do not touch the cactus. It will hurt you. So, of course, I poked the cactus. As soon as my mom and my dad went inside, I touched it. And I came inside, and I was, like, trying to hide my hand. And she said, you touched the cactus, didn't you? I don't know why she enticed me to do it. It's almost like she was like, well, you had to learn your lesson. I think she wanted me to. One way or another. And uh, (laughs) that's a big part of growing up. And that those are those that are those are those frustrating moments for parents where they're just like, God, my kid just doesn't listen. No, I I, I wanted to. You have to understand when you tell somebody, especially me, to not do something. I'm just going to make me want to do it more. Yeah. Like, don't don't (laughs) dangle that in front of me. Tanner, did you ever do something like this? Your mom was like, hey, Tanner, do not do this. And you just did it anyway. Totally. Uh, I had a bunk bed in my bedroom and I was the only person in that bedroom. And I kept sleeping on the top bunk and my mom was like Tanner you're gonna get hurt you roll while you're sleeping and I rolled right out of the bed hit my head on the nightstand now I have a scar on my eyebrow that's gonna be there forever wow so uh, I definitely learned my lesson to always listen to my mom (laughs) All right. well we've got Deborah from Windsor on the phone Deborah, what's your story got new roller skates and I got told like 15 times do not skate off that board so what do I do? I built a ramp and skated off that board and knocked <laughs> my teeth out. Oh, no. <laughs> you know what it's like being a 13-year-old little girl without your front teeth? Until 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to talk to Sean. Sean loves the Warriors, but Barry Martindale is going to say that his neighbors hate that he loves basketball. Hello? Hi, 
Hi, is this Sean who resides in Rohnert Park? Yes, this is. Who's calling? It's Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. I'm calling you today because you love the Golden State Warriors. And hey, I love the Golden State Warriors too. I have a complaint from one of your neighbors that you play basketball in front of your home with your friends before every single game. Wait, what? I'm calling because your neighbor is sick of watching you play basketball. They listed that your jump shot is bad and they're requesting to please never play shorts or skins ever again. So wait, one of my neighbors is called you to complain that I have people over to watch the Golden State Warriors play. Exactly. They don't want to watch a bunch of 40-year-old dudes with their shirts off playing basketball. I, I don't know what this is, man. But okay, Barry, you can go back to whoever made this call to you and, and tell them to shove it, uh, because I'm going to support my Golden State Warriors. I'm going to have people over, and I'm going to play basketball in my yard. You're on your way to work right now, right? I'm not sure how you know that, but well, yes, I know your schedule. I just want to let you know that we will be taking away your basketball hoop, so it's going to be gone by the time you get home. No one's going to touch my basketball hoop, that's for sure. And, and, and if anybody, you know, steps foot on my lawn, there's going to be a serious problem, Barry. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. <laughs> oh, my God. My, <laughs> my blood pressure is through the roof, man. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. May the 4th be with you. Yes, today is Star Wars Day, and it's perfect timing because my girlfriend is watching the Star Wars movies for the very first time right now. I'm surprised it's taken this long in your relationship to get her to uh, go to the dark side, to say the least. (laughs) 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 And the thing is, is that we just finished the original trilogy. We watched the prequels. And it's surprising to me that someone hasn't seen the Star Wars movies because I was such a Star Wars dork when I was a kid. And it was like... When you were a kid? (laughs) And in adulthood, too. (laughs) It was my life. I mean, I wore, like, capes and stuff to school. I I convinced... Like the Jedi robes? Yeah. And... (laughs) Wow, I didn't even know you liked Star Wars. No, not at all. (laughs) And I was convinced that I had the Force when I was a kid, and people would come up to me like, Oh, Tanner, you have the Force? I was like, I don't need that negativity. I do have the Force. And I would try, and they'd be like, what a weirdo. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Good for you, Tanner, for believing in yourself and believing that you have the force. And I think we all have the force a little bit mm-hmm. deep inside of us. <laughs> Some more than others. It just got to a point where my mom was like, okay, Tanner, we have to get rid of these Star Wars t-shirts oh. because I'm concerned about you. Oh, well, <laughs> you know, you are the type of person that when you're in something, you're in it to win yeah. it. Like you are, uh, it's almost like obsession. Like I that do. time you got obsessed with buffalo sauce. Oh, God. <laughs> How could I? F- that, that's so interesting that you bring that up because I do get really hyper-focused on things when I'm into things. And it's kind of a weird thing for someone to experience. Yeah. You, bes- you are probably the biggest Star Wars fan I know. But besides you, our coworker Quist... Christy. Our coworker Christy has Star Wars tattoos. Yeah. So she's a pretty big Star Wars fan. I you don't have any Star Wars tattoos. No, You're I do not. You're gonna have to get on it. I, I'm going to because you I, want to reign supreme over biggest Star Wars fan in my life. I have to if I'm gonna be the king of Star Wars <laughs> at Froggy ninety two point nine. Uh, we're talking about Star Wars fandoms. Who's the biggest one you know? Lauren from Petaluma is joining the show right now. My dad has an entire room. He calls it his man cave, and it has Yoda, 
figurines, it has posters, collected a lot of Star Wars stuff. We're allowed to go in there, we're just not allowed to touch anything in there. Amber and when sun comes Till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9. So what do you do when a stranger's staring at you? I've been watching Cole and I were driving back from Sebastopol a couple of days ago. Uh, we went to the Gravenstein Grill, which was delicious, by the way. And I was driving and I saw out of the corner of my eye at a traffic light that this lady was just like staring into our car. <laughs> and what? I was like, OK, well, maybe she's staring at Cole like she thinks he's cute. That's fine. Uh, but I was like, cool. Is she still looking at us? And he said, yep. And I was like, should we wave? And he was like, no. And I <laughs> leaned across him and I just like stuck my hand out and I waved so vigorously. I was like, hi. And then she got the biggest smile on her face and she started waving back. And it just seemed like I made her day doing that. Yeah. And I just thought maybe I should just wave at people from now on that are staring at me. And it doesn't happen often. I'm not saying people That's just gawk exactly at me. That's exactly what I was going to ask. Amber, you have a bunch of people <laughs> staring at you all the time? No, but you know it does happen. Maybe, yeah. you know, someone's daydreaming and they're staring in your direction or they're looking at you thinking, maybe I know that person. Right. Uh, but so, Tanner, is there anything like this you've done? What do you do when people stare at you? You catch somebody staring at you. What do you do? I just kind of nod my head and kind of with the expression of like, what up? <laughs> and so I just will put my head up a little bit. Like, hey, what's up? And and that's really it. I don't wave or anything like that. It's either that or I just kind of like my eyes go big and I look down because it makes me feel a little uh, awkward. Again, I, I, like you, I don't have a bunch of people staring at me either. I'm so this is a rare occasion. I'm definitely a little <laughs> confrontational, a little more confrontational than you. I'm like, hello. How's it going? And I'm like, oh no, don't look at me. Dab at it. <laughs> we asked on Facebook, facebook.com slash froggy929. What do you do when a stranger is staring at you? You guys gave great examples. Like Maggie from Santa Rosa. She said, I stare back and say hi or wave. It's funny to see their reactions. Exactly. I'm with Maggie on this one. Cody from Motor Park says, start a staring contest back. <laughs> Samantha from Petaluma said, make eye contact and pick your nose. I had a kid do it to me and it felt personal. <laughs> <laughs> Amber and Tanner in the morning. It's the Amber Showdown. Chris from Santa Rosa, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Yeah, actually. This is how it works. It. Awesome. This is how it works, Chris. I'm going to ask you five rapid fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Chris, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back in and see how the two of you score. Perfect. Sounds good. Chris, you want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? Oh, Amber, you're going down. Whoa. I'm feeling that today, Chris. <laughs> Chris, Amber is out of the studio. Her record of for all of the Amber showdowns is 437 wins and 32 losses. Are you ready? Yeah, let's go. Popeyes has introduced a new sandwich called the Buffalo Ranch Chicken Sandwich. Chris, what colors are the Popeyes logo? It's orange, white, and orange and white. Yep, that is absolutely correct. Here's question number two. Mary Morris wants to star in a Broadway production of Wicked. What year did Wicked premiere on Broadway? Was it A, 1976, B, 2003, or C, 1991? Uh, I'm going to go with the first one. 1976? 
Yeah. That is incorrect. Here's question number three. Kim Kardashian told Hulu that she wants to get married again. How many times has Kim Kardashian been married? Oh, I would have to say probably three times. That is correct. Here's question number four. Ashley McBride says that she binge-watched Tiger King during the pandemic. In the show, who is Joe Exotic, a.k.a. the Tiger King's arch nemesis? Carol Baskin. That is correct. And here's question number five. Today is National Star Wars Day. What famous phrase is the reason why May 4th is Star Wars Day? Uh, May the 4th be with you. That is correct. I'm going to bring Amber back in. Amber, you got some stiff competition today. Chris from Santa Rosa got four out of five today. All right. Let's, that, I mean, that's pretty good. I, I have no idea that I can do that, but let's go. Question number one. Popeyes has introduced a new sandwich called the Buffalo Ranch Chicken Sandwich. What colors are the Popeyes logo? Like orange and yellow or something? You are so close. <laughs> orange and white is what I was looking for. Oh. <laughs> so I have to give you an X. Chris from Santa Rosa got that correct. Amber, you're down 0 to 1. Question number two. Mara Morris wants to star in a Broadway production of Wicked. What year did Wicked premiere on Broadway? Was it A, 1976, B, 2003, or C, 1991? Uh, 1991. That is incorrect. <laughs> I was looking for 2003. Which seems a lot later than you think, right? Not doing great. <laughs> yeah. Chris from Santa Rosa got that incorrect as well. Amber, you're still down zero to one. Here's question number three. Kim Kardashian told Hulu that she wants to get married again. How many times has Kim Kardashian been married? Um, I think she's been married three times. That is correct. Kanye West, Chris Humphreys, and Damon Thomas. I couldn't remember that. The Damon guy. Who is that? I have no idea. Who is he? <laughs> Who is Damon Thomas? Uh, Chris also got that correct. The score is one to two. Here's question number four. Ashley McBride says that she binge-watched Tiger King during the pandemic. In the show, who is Joe Exotic, a.k.a. the Tiger King's arch nemesis? Carol Baskin. That is correct. Chris also got that correct. The score is now two to three. And here's question number five. Today is National Star Wars Day. What famous phrase is the reason why May 4th is Star Wars Day? Uh, it's like a play on words. May the fourth be with you. May the force be with you. Kind of like that. Bingo. <laughs> okay, that <great>. is correct. <laughs> Chris also got that correct. So I'm looking at the final score right now. Amber, you got three, but Chris from Santa Rosa got four and a half. Chris, you are now the champion of the Amber Showdown. Whee! That's awesome. Wow, congratulations, Chris. Not only have you broke my record, but you get to go see Eric Church. Sweet, that's awesome. That's great. Eric, you won the Amber Showdown. You get to say the phrase. I'm wicked smarter than Amber. You're going to see the chief thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning. Right outside of this warm church town. Getting headaches and migraines is the absolute worst. Now, I've dealt with headaches in my past, but in the past few months, I weirdly have been getting these awful migraines that last for multiple days, and I can't figure out how to deal with it. Where on your head is it hurting? It is hurting my temples. It goes through my forehead and then down my neck. I'm getting weird blurred vision, and truly, I can't do anything when I have these migraines and I'm losing so much of my time. Um, okay. That sounds like it's all over the place. Have you looked up like migraine symptoms online? I have. And the biggest one that I've seen is blurred vision. And that seems to be the, the issue I'm dealing with. And it's for like three days at a time. I'm 
hopefully on my last day of dealing with one right now. Um, so I'm kind of just wondering, what in the world do I do with migraines? Because this is something nobody in my family has dealt with, so I'm like, what do I even do at this point? Okay, um... I looked up symptoms for like temple headaches and it says use pain reliever like ibuprofen. Uh, caffeine can help too. Although I know you probably get plenty of that. Uh, it says some people use ice packs. Oh, that's super helpful. I, I don't even know. have any ice packs in my house. What does that say about me? <laughs> I'm not sure. You need to get some. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just maybe try some ice and I see if that works. That's the only suggestion I got for you according to... WebMD at least, and I'm not a doctor, so... <laughs> Dr. Emba. Uh, we're getting some great responses on uh, actually my personal Instagram, at Tanner Chambers underscore, because I needed some help, and here's what Sonoma County said. Austin from Napa said, go see a neurologist. I love mine. She's really helped make a lot of progress for me and my migraines. She said, he said, I'm sorry it, they do stink having them, though. Amy from Santa Rosa said, 600 milligrams of ibuprofen and a Coca-Cola. That's usually what does the trick for me. Yeah. <laughs> that, I kind of live off of ibuprofen and Coca-Cola anyway. So I <laughs> highly <laughs> recommend. Uh, Debbie from Windsor says, keep a journal of what you're eating to see if food is an issue or a trigger. And she said, journal about your stress levels as well. Wake up in the morning for the rouge to crow. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country.